Hi, this is Jan Miyazaki, the host of the Wednesday 8 o'clock buzz. Thank you for tuning into WORT. If you like what you're hearing, please consider making a donation at wortfm.org slash donate. Eight forty-six, and Afreen Manai is joining me. She's program assistant for the Friends Committee on National Legislation's Militarism and Human Rights Program, and she lobbies to reduce Pentagon spending, to reallocate war powers to Congress, and to end U.S. militarism abroad. And I wanted to talk with her about her posting um, last week on the eleventh, entitled "Marking um, Her Piece: uh, Marking Twenty-Two Years Since the Opening." of um, the Guantanamo Bay Detention Center, the piece called 22 Years Later, Guantanamo and Its Dark Legacy Endure. Um, and Efrain Manai, thank you for joining me. I really appreciated your piece. Hi, Jan. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I, I think it's really important. I think folks, um, you know, park this in the back of their brain. Some of us do. Um, and, in, and as you write, in many ways, largely faded from... Um, public attention. So it was important, I think, to look at um, what's still going on there 22 years later and the unaddressed issues. Um, so, hey, good to have you. And it's a, it's a, a dark subject. Um, but for just a 101, after 9-11, um, how many folks have been housed there since? So the Guantanamo Bay Detention Center was opened by the Bush administration following 9-11 to house these men who are suspected of terrorism, especially in connection to the 9-11 attacks. And so since then, the prison has held 780 men. Uh, and to this day, we still have 30 remaining. And were they held, you know, um, did they know what they were charged with? No. So I think that's one of the really devastating things about Guantanamo. These men were held as detainees, so they were denied the right to be charged or to be tried and thus the right to uh, to, you know, fight any accusations levied against them of terrorism. And we see today that out of the 780 men that were held in Guantanamo, only 11 of them have ever been charged. So forget about being found guilty. These only 11 of them were even put through any sort of uh, criminal or legal proceedings. So we're seeing that over 98% of the men held in Guantanamo, of the hundreds of men held there, uh, were denied the right to, uh, to any sort of trial. How long have um, been people sentenced there without charges? So the men who remain there today have been in Guantanamo for over two decades. Uh, the majority of them were captured in 2002. So you know, some, some of, the, of the detainees kept in Guantanamo have been there for half of their lives, or some of them even more than half of their lives. Are their identities known? 
Yes, they are. So I would say a great resource for anyone looking to keep up with what is going on in Guantanamo and the history of the prison. Uh, I would definitely refer them to the Guantanamo docket. It is a resource um, at the New York Times, and it is a really great place you can learn about the names of these men, the um, history of them, and you can keep up to date with any uh, updates. That's right. I've seen that. That's really a great resource at the New York Times. Now, in addition to detaining people, this is also a black site, in quotes, right? Yes, exactly. So many of your visitors may remember the CAA's so-called enhanced interrogation techniques, which were essentially torture uh, utilized against these men in an effort to gain information from them. Uh, As we now know, very little information was gained because many, many, many of these men were innocent, but they were subjected to torture, such as waterboarding, uh, years of solitary confinement, lengthy sleep deprivation, sexual assault. I mean, the list really goes on um, in terms of the treatment, the mistreatment that these men received. And to this day, although the U.S. is no longer engaging in those actions, um, these men have not received any sort of treatment or rehabilitation for the torture that they received. Um, They have not, they're not getting specialized treatment for the physical and for the mental ailments that resulted as uh, for part of the torture. So they are still very much suffering from the effects of how they were treated. Say more about um, what we know from those who, who were ultimately released after a while, um, what they told about yes. their experiences. So really the accounts of what they were put through is horrifying. We've seen a couple uh, detainees come forward with drawings or telling their story, um, you know, being held, uh, being kept awake for days, weeks by having water thrown on them, um, being, you know, maimed, uh, being kept in stress positions, all sorts of things. And we see, uh, you know, the the people... Even people, detainees who are released, it doesn't end there because they continue to suffer from horror, like terrible PTSD. Um, They continue to be ostracized by their communities um, and treated as terrorists, despite no evidence being found of them being involved. Um, Some of them continue to be kept in detention in the countries that they're transferred to, in fact. So, uh, you know, this is these men's lives truly have been have been ruined and this the effects of Guantanamo will stay with them. And it, it, the, these um, accounts and um, practices have been documented by Congress, right? Yes. So in 2014, the Senate released a lengthy report on uh, the CIA's actions and Guantanamo. So even our own government uh, has a record of a public record of this torture, and 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 a number have have died in custody. Yes, so nine uh, detainees have died in U.S. custody, and thirty have died in the custody of the t- countries that they have been transferred to. Uh, so yes, quite quite a few deaths as well. So, you know. Is there any? Well, there is. So tell us about, you know, the the um, 
mounting criticism. I mean, 22 years into this, um, of what's going on at Guantanamo and, and what what's going on. Yes, so there's definitely a lot of domestic and international criticism of Guantanamo. Uh, earlier last year, the UN Special Rapporteur um, on um, on um, sorry, count, uh, human rights and counterterrorism. She visited Guantanamo. It was the first first visit of that kind, and she documented the terrible conditions that these men are still held in, and the fact that these conditions continue to not meet international standards and international law. Um, the United Nations Human Rights Committee also had a hearing last year to see whether or not the United States was um, in keeping with the um, International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. And they found as well that the U.S. was not in compliance with international human rights law. Uh, so you see a lot of this criticism from the U.N., Uh, you see it from the Red Cross, who are especially concerned about the health conditions of these men. Like I said, uh, they suffer from many mental and physical illnesses, and they are not receiving the specialized treatment that they need. Uh, and we also see it domestically. Uh, recently, FCNL uh, signed a letter uh, that was that was created by the Center for Victims of Torture with over 100 organizations signed on aimed at President Biden asking him to prioritize closing Guantanamo. And so the the first of its kind visit by the UN Special Rapp Rapporteur on Human Rights found the current conditions cruel, inhumane, um, and degrading under um, international law. And you say there are 30 detainees remaining there. Of those, uh, more than half, 19, haven't been charged with anything. So can you tell us about those there um, remaining? Anything? Um, I, I, we know their conditions are um, uh, a serious, seriously um, under scrutiny. Yes. So like you say, 19 of these men have not been charged. Currently, 16 of them are being uh, recommended for transfer. So Uh, they, the U.S. government should be looking for uh, a place to release these men. Uh, the special rapporteur, she said that, you know, like I said, the men, they are, they're rapidly aging. These are not people who are really capable of committing violence, even if they wanted to. Um, but she, she talked about how they were brought out to her uh, handcuffed, which she says is not typical uh, practice even when bringing suspected terrorists to an interview with, with a special rapporteur. So these men are being treated like threats. Um, so we still, we are still are seeing that they're not getting the treatment they need. Um, they're very ill. So, you know, they're still not in compliance with international law the, in, in Guantanamo. So the, the detainees ultimately not charged Uh, released to elsewhere in the world, um, even amongst those, you know, 30 have died in, um, um, in that context. So what's um, happening on any effort to close um, the Guantanamo Detention Center? So President Biden and also President Obama uh, made promises to close the detention center. Unfortunately, 
Although there were a few releases and transfers early in the Biden administration, uh, that effort essentially has come to a halt. So uh, we are really calling on President Biden to prioritize the release of these men and the closure of Guantanamo. And, you know, right right now is a very important moment because we have the upcoming election. We do not know who will be sitting in the president's office next term. And it could very likely be someone who opposes the closure of Guantanamo. And so that's why it is so, so key that President Biden really makes it a priority to close the prison before uh, the end of his term. So the the issue is we have detainees accused of being enemy combatants, but detained indefinitely at Guantanamo, some for decades without the right to a trial, many not charged with anything, um, and then later released in uh, deteriorated condition to other parts of the world with very little to support them. <laughs> um, um, Afreen Minai, I was really, I, again, I really appreciated your piece. I think it's important um, on um, to think of January 11th, 22 years since the opening of the detention center. And I appreciate your update. So thank you for joining me. Thank you so much.